They're overrated. This guy's a future MVP. They need to blow it up. Pay this guy. The regular season matters. He's mediocre. Your opinion's wrong. Welcome to Mediocre Sport Opinion. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of our podcast. Today I'm joined by... Hello, this is Max. And this is Thomas. So for today's episode, we will be giving out our MLB playoff predictions. First off, we'll just go off pretty much like this last weekend. It was kind of hectic. The NL, there's a lot of spots open, especially the two wild card spots. You had the Brewers make it. And they have a losing record, the first team in history to do that. Them and the Astros. Yep. Them and the Astros both got a losing record. The Astros were able to make it just because they're number two in their division. You saw the White Sox lose a lot of games the past couple weeks, and they've dropped. They they had the best record in baseball at one point, and now they're the seventh seed. Yeah, a lot of movement the last probably week or so. In the NL, you had the Giants, Phillies, Reds. Cardinals, Brewers, all fighting for three spots, and the Brewers end up taking the last seed because the Giants and Phillies lose their last game. And then in the AL, the White Sox, I think they took three out of four against the Twins and probably had like three-game lead at least. And then for them to fall to seven after being the one seed for a while, it was just a crazy finish to the season. Reds played well to finish off the year to climb up. The Yankees also struggled. They almost were the eighth seed. If Luckily for them, the Blue Jays did not beat the Orioles or else they'd be going against the Rays. But yeah, they've cooled off since their big win streak. So I think we're just going to hop into it then. So first we're going to be talking about the AL. So the first series that we are going to be talking about is going to be the Rays and Blue Jays. I don't really see the series being close. The Blue Jays do have Ryu on the mound. I think they're going to put him out game two. But I just think the Rays' rotation bullpen is just too good for this Blue Jays team. I think the Rays are going to win in two. Yeah, I also have the Rays in two. Although the Blue Jays' first two are good for you and Walker. Walker has been exceptional with the Blue Jays since they received him. And I don't know how much I trust the Rays' offense. So this could be a closer series than it appears. I also like the Rays sweeping. I think their rotation's too good with Glasnow, Snell, and Morton. And their bullpen's really good. I think they can get enough offense, and I just like them sweeping this one pretty easily. Next series is going to be probably one of the best first-round series in a while. It's going to be Yankees and Indians. Game one's going to be insane. Garrett Cole going against Shane Bieber. Battle of, I, I would say, two of the best pitchers in baseball right now. This was really hard for me to pick, but I think I'm going to go Indians in this one in three. I think Bieber's going to come out, win game one, and then the Indians will win game three. Yeah, I have the Yankees in three for this series. The Indians do have exceptional pitching, but their offense is very lackluster, and the Yankees are sending out Cole and Tanaka in the first two games, so I think if they were able to take game one, this could end in two. I have the Yankees in three, like I said, but yeah, Indians' <laughs> offense is not much to say for outside of Ramirez. Lindor's had a bad year. But there. Ramirez is doing really well in the right yeah, time. He's, he's heating up a lot right now. Quick question, who would the Yankees go with in Game 3? Game 3 would be Jay Happ, most likely. Yep, and that's very bad for Yankees fans. Cause he's he, been really good lately. But isn't he like your least favorite pitcher on the team? Yeah, I don't like him, but he's been good lately. 
In my opinion, this is going to probably be the closest series of the first round. I think I have the Yankees slightly over the Indians, mainly just because of their offense. Um, we have Bieber and Cole game one, and then Tanaka, and probably Plesak game two. So I think those are both going to be very close games, but I think the Yankees end up taking this series. The Indians' offense just isn't quite good enough, and the Yankees' offense is exceptional. Well, who's going to start in left, do you know, for the Yankees? Gardner or Frazier? Frazier will be the starting left fielder. All right. I think it'll be interesting what Aaron Boone does with that. Gardner and Talkman should be defensive replacements for Frazier out in left late in games. Some good trying opportunities. So Gardner isn't starting? No, Gardner will not be starting. So who they're, who's in center for them? Aaron Hicks. Okay, yeah, that's right. And Stanton? Okay. Yeah. The next series, you have the Minnesota Twins against the Houston Astros. I think this is going to be a pretty easy pick. The Astros don't look good. Granke's been struggling. I have the Twins winning in two. Yeah, I have the Twins in three in this one. The Twins offense has not been as good last year, but it's still good alongside the Astros' offense, who has taken a big step back from last year. And the amount of injuries the Astros have suffered this year really hurts them. They don't really have anybody to rely to in their bullpen. Noel Verlander, who was a big piece of the last three years in runs in the postseason. And I think if the Twins can just take one of the two games against McCullers and Granke, I think they have the series easy. I have Twins in three. I also, like Max, have the Twins in three. I think they're clicking at the right time. They're playing good baseball right now. Their lineup's going to be probably the healthy it's been all year because you haven't seen Buxton and Donaldson out there at times. Both They were barely in the lineup together. And the Astros just have so much questions with their pitching their bullpen and rotation. So I think I like definitely like the Twins in this one. The next series, you have the two-seeded A's going against the seven-seeded White Sox. The White Sox did struggle to end the year, but I think they can still pull this series out. I don't trust the A's pitching at all, and I think missing Matt Chapman is going to be really big for them. So I have the White Sox winning too because I think Giolito and Keiko will go out and shut down that offense. Yeah, I also have the White Sox in this series, but in three games. Yeah, the, it, that was a big blow to lose Chapman for the year, and the A's have not got the starting pitching they hoped for this year. The White Sox have struggled against righties and down the stretch. I think this will be a close series, but yeah, White Sox have the better offense, and it's just a powerhouse. If they can hit righty pitching, they should be able to win this series in advance. Yeah, it's also definitely White Sox for me here. Like Aiden said, they have Giolito and Keuchel, and the A's offense is questionable at times. I think they struggled late in the year. And then their rotation's just a question mark all around. I, I don't even know who they would throw game two or game three, really. I think I heard Lazardo might, might start, and then they have Frankie Montas. Frankie Montas, I believe, finished the year off strong with a good start. And they always have the deep bullpen that they can yeah, they have to like, early. Yeah, they have the best bullpen in baseball right now. But who would it be? Chris Bassett, game one? Most maybe? likely, I believe, yeah. They should, announce, they should make an announcement today, I believe. Moving on to ALDS, um, I have the Rays and Indians playing. Max has the Rays and Yankees playing, and Thomas also has the Rays and Yankees playing. But in this one, for mine, since I have the Rays and Indians, I have the Rays winning in three. I think it's going to be a pitcher's duel. Both offenses will struggle, but I just think the Rays' bullpen is just way better than the Indians' bullpen, and I think their offense can definitely score more. Yeah, I have the Yankees taking down the Rays in five in the ALDS. I think just between the Yankees finally starting to get healthy at the end of the year, I think they should be able to take down the Rays. They've done good against them in the past besides this year, and I think they have enough starting pitching to get through this with the bullpen. What was their record this year against the Rays? I believe they were 2-8 against the Rays this year. 2-8, and eight, and you have them winning in five. So that stat that Aiden just mentioned, that kind of 
tells the tale. These two teams have been battling it out all year. There's been some inner inner game conflicts and There's stuff. There's a lot of people on the Rays that can throw 98. I know that. <laughs> yeah. The Tampa Bay 98ers, but I have the Rays in five against the Yankees. They just have their number this year. These two teams are very evenly matched, though. Good bullpens each. Good pitching staffs. I think the Rays is a little bit better than the Yankees, but yet the Yankees lineup's a little bit better than the Rays. So I could go either way here, but I have Rays in five, mainly because of the starting pitching. All right, and then in the other ALDS series, we all have the White Sox and Twins, correct? Yes. Correct, yes. We all have the White Sox and Twins in the other ALDS. In this one, I have the Twins winning in four. The White Sox have struggled mightily against the Twins this year. Giolito gets almost roughed up every time he faces them. So I think it's going to be a pretty easy series for the Twins to win. Yeah, I have the Twins in five in this one. I think with the Twins' combination of right-hand pitching at the top of their rotation, I think they should be able to take down the White Sox. And yeah, besides outside the last series, the Twins have played well against them with them beating up on Giolito. I think the Twins have a good shot with, especially how Robert has been struggling. Robert has been struggling this year, at towards the end. Yeah, it's super important to note that Giolito has had probably his three worst starts of the year against the Twins, and if the Twins are in a five-game series, they're probably going to face him twice if it goes to five. So the I like Twins in four, but they're just playing really good baseball right now, and they would come off a series against the Astros and just be on fire and take down the White Sox, who they've had good success against this year. All right, and then my ALCS, I have the Rays and Twins. I have the Rays winning this in six. I just like their rotation that much. I think their pitching is probably one of the best in baseball. I think Morton's going to show how good he is. He's going to have a lot of playoff experience and help that team win. I have the Yankees and Twins in the ALCS. I have the Yankees taking it in six. Between the Yankees' overwhelming success against the Twins in the postseason – and I just believe the Yankees' offense will be able to click in the postseason between the starting pitching also. I think, yeah, just between all that, the Yankees should be able to take this in six games. So I had Rays and Twins in this one, and I have the Rays in six. I do think the Twins put up a good fight, but the Rays' pitching rotation is just too deep. The Twins have a pretty good four-deep rotation in Brios, Maeda, Pineda, and Hill, but the Rays are just too good, and their bullpen's good, and the the Twins' bullpen can be shaky at times, and I like the Rays in six on this one. Yeah, I think if the Twins lose any series, I think it's probably going to be due to their bullpen. Like, you somewhat trust their starting pitching, but you also always trust their offense, but their bullpen's been really shaky this year. Their bullpen also struggled a good amount towards the end of the year. In the last couple of games, they struggled. So And yeah. Rodgers hasn't been... Yeah, the Rodgers of old this year. There's nobody, nobody really in that bullpen that really scares you, really, I would say. No. no. Who would you trust throwing in the ninth in a one-run game? There isn't really a guy that stands out right now in my mind. No, I don't Maybe think so. Maybe Romo, Rodgers, I don't know. But there's not one guy that scares you, like Ian said. All right, so now we're going to move on to our NL predictions. So in the first game, you have the... Best team in baseball, the Dodgers going against the Brewers. A rematch of the 2018 NLCS. Um, I think it would be more interesting series than people think, but I'm not picking against the Dodgers, so I have the Dodgers winning it too. Because the Brewers will be without Corbin Burns, and their offense has struggled mightily, but I would not be surprised if they could win a game here. Yeah, I have the Dodgers in two here. 
With the injury to Burns, I thought with him possibly the Dodgers or the Brewers could have pushed it to three games, but without him, I think the Dodgers are able to take this in two. They just have too much star power and depth for a Brewers team that has never played above five hundred for this year. I I like the Dodgers as well, but I did give the Brewers a game. I like Woodruff a lot. He especially had a really good start towards the end of the year, so I could give him some momentum, but still you can't go wrong with the Dodgers or go against them. They have their lineup's good. Their bullpen's good. Their starting rotation's really good. They're just a really well, really good rounded team. Then next series we have the Padres and Cardinals. I think the Padres are going to win this series pretty handily. I just really don't see anybody on the Cardinals who's going to score runs. Although the Cardinals do have a pretty good rotation, Flaherty and Wainwright, I just think the Padres' offense is going to be too much for them. Yeah, I have the Padres in three for this one, with uncertain between for Mike Clevenger in the postseason. I think the Padres still are better, especially with the Cardinals' offense, which has not been good this year. I don't trust the Cardinals starting pitching a whole lot besides outside of Wainwright. They've struggled this year, and yeah, not much offense. The Padres' offense has been really good for the majority of this year. I also like the Padres. I have them sweeping this series. Their offense is too good. The Cardinals don't have two good enough pitchers to shut them down. But the Padres do have some question in, questions in the rotation. I think Lamette is potentially injured, and Clevenger's injured, so that could sway the series a little bit, but I still like Padres in two. Then the next series, we have the Cubs and Marlins. Um, Marlins being the surprise team of pretty much all this playoffs. Um, I'm actually going with the Marlins here in three. I think they could surprise their peop- some people. Their rotation is sneaky good compared to what people think. They're going to have Pablo Lopez likely go out game one, and then they also have Cisco Sanchez and then Sandy Alcatraz, who have all done really well this year. And I just really just don't trust the Cubs' offense right now as their two-star players have struggled mightily this year in Baez and Bryant. Yeah, I have the Cubs in two in this series. I think between the one-two combination of Darvish and Hendricks, I don't think the Marlins will be able to hit him. And yeah, the Cubs' offense has struggled. I don't know how much offense they'll need against the Marlins. So I don't know if the Marlins haven't played that well since they started the year off hot. And I, there's not a whole lot of Marlins that I trust to do a whole lot. Well, they did just out. they did just beat the Yankees in the series, didn't they? Yeah. I have the Marlins upsetting this one. There's no particular reason why. I just I've just been rooting for them all year, and I want them to win the series. Like Aiden said, their rotation is sneaky good. Their lineups good enough. They have Marte, he was a good pickup, and the Cubs offense struggles as well as their bullpen. One question for the Marlins is that Marte did get hurt the other day, so did Jose Arena. I think they're saying Marte should be fine, but Arena might not. Arena broke his arm. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's out, out for the year. Arena's yeah. out for the year. So that's Marte a, had the ear contusion, I believe. Yeah. I believe they think he should be fine for the series. Yeah, but losing Arena is going to be a big blow to them, but I think their starting pitching is still good enough to win them this series. And then in the 2-7 and seven game, you have the Braves and Reds. This is going to be a very interesting series. Um, the Braves, we'll see how their starting pitching does, but the Reds probably have the best top three starting pitching like rotation, I'd say, in baseball. I have the Braves winning this one in three. I think the Reds will win game one, but I'm, I do question if Castillo can actually show up in the big moment for the Reds. Yeah, this is, that's going to be his first postseason start. Yeah, I have the Reds in this series in three. I don't trust the Braves starting pitching outside of Freed. It's a lot of unknown with some young players in there in the Reds. I don't think it's a team I like more in a three-game series than the Reds with their starting pitching. 
I think those three have a chance to each go almost a complete game each game. And, yeah, it's kind of two opposite teams. The Braves have the star offense, and the Reds have a star pitching. I think the pitching wins out in this series. Yeah, for me, I have the Braves in three. I was going back and forth on this one. There's so many factors that you could say for either team, but I like the Braves offense a lot. And the Reds have a good, they do have a good three-man rotation, but the Braves offense, I think, is going to kind of overpower that staff. And then, like they said, there's some question in their pitching rotation, but I think they're only going to be asking maybe like four or five innings from their starters and then get it over to their really good bullpen. They've had a really good year, their bullpen, so that's why I think I have them in this game, in this series, my bad. And then moving on, it's probably the two best teams in the NL with the Dodgers and Padres. Um, in this one, I actually have the Padres winning in five. I believe the series in during the regular season was six to four for the Dodgers. But I think Clevenger is going to be back by the series, and I think I think Tatis is going to get hot, and he's going to be too hot to handle. Yeah, I have the Dodgers in four in this series. Between the last series they played each other, or after the first game, the Dodgers kind of controlled it more. I think the Dodgers just have too much talent and star power on that team. I think they'll show up in the postseason with Bellinger starting to heat up again. I think, yeah, I think the Dodgers are too much on their team for the Padres to handle this year. Yeah, this was a series we were all kind of waiting for. Two best NL teams facing it out in the second round, but I have the Dodgers in five. I think their starting rotation significantly better than the Padres depth-wise, and then their bullpen's better. The offenses are pretty close. Padres might have a slight advantage in their offense, but I think the Dodgers are just too good for the Padres to take them down. And the Padres also don't have any really playoff experience on their roster. One key player, I think, in this series is going to be Trent Grisham. I think he's going to bounce back really well for him, and he's playing some really good baseball right now. And another thing to add is that the Dodgers have, let's just say, disappointed pretty much the past five years in every playoffs. They still have not won a World Series yet, and they've struggled mightily in the playoffs. Kershaw definitely needs to kind of turn the tides this postseason. He's been terrible in the playoffs in the past, and it's kind of hurt his career reputation. So I think if he can come out and have a really good postseason, he kind of boosts himself in terms of his Hall of Fame status. I mean, he is going to be a Hall of Famer, but moves him up the line of all-time great pitchers. So I think he's going to have a huge chip on his shoulder, and he's going to have a great postseason run. Yeah, I trust Kershaw a lot in this postseason. Between the beginning of, your, the beginning of his career struggles in the postseason, the Dodgers' lack of bullpen, they had to push him more than the last few years. With the uncertainty about the legitimacy of his opponents, I think he had a good year in yeah. the postseason. Also, watch out for Dyson Lamette. I think he's going to have a great postseason. I think he's going to show why he should be a top-five pitcher in baseball. And then the other ALDS series, um, I have the Marlins and Braves. Thomas does as well. I have the Braves winning this pretty handily. I don't think the Marlins' offense can really contend with the Braves' offense, so I have the Braves winning this one in three. Yeah, I have the Reds taking on the Cubs in this series. I have the Reds in five, beginning with their starting pitching. This is a series between like five really good starting pitchers between the three the Cubs have and or the two of the Cubs have and yeah and three the Reds have. Neither of these teams have anything too remarkable uh, anything too remarkable on the starting pitching or offensive side. I think the Reds are going to take this in five with very limited scoring in this series. I like Aiden as he said earlier. I have the Marlins and Braves, and I have the Braves sweeping the Marlins. The Cinderella story ends for the Marlins here. The Braves are too good. 
their their lineup's too good, and the Marlins don't have enough pitching to contend. Yeah, just put in perspective, Acuna was probably like the third or fourth best hitter on this team. He only batted like two fifty. They're led by Freddie Freeman and Ozuna, who have had Ozuna monster. was a great pickup for them. Yeah, they both have monster years. I believe Freddie Freeman's probably going to be the favorite to win the NL MVP too, as well. All right, then in my NLCS, I have the Padres and Braves. I have the Padres advancing to the World Series, winning this one in seven. I just trust their pitching a lot more than I do the Braves. I do think, though, that the Padres' bullpen is sneaky good. Emilio Pagan has looked very well ever since coming off the injured list, and I also do think Clevenger will perform very well in this postseason when he comes back. Yeah, I have the Dodgers and Reds in this series, and I think the Dodgers take this in seven going the full distance. I, yeah, between the starting pitching these two teams again, I think it'll be a good series. I think the Dodgers' offense is what wins out in this series, though. They have good top of the order and a lot of ma- ma- matchups they can make between the Reds' pitching, and the Reds' bullpen's not the best. So in the longer series, I think the Dodgers are able to win out here. Quick question. Who would the Reds have beyond their top three to start a game? Bordy Maley. Okay. Sure. Would you trust him to win a game? Not against the Dodgers lineup. Probably not, no. I think the other three can carry it enough, though. Yeah, if they could get, like, they could probably pitch six games between them. That would be good, and the Reds could win it. So, in my NLCS, I have the Dodgers and Braves, and I actually have the Braves in seven. I think this is the year they get over the hump and make it to the World Series. We've seen them the last two years. Not really come close, but just get that experience. And, of course, their pitching depth isn't great, but their bullpen's really good, and their offense is better, I think, better than the Dodgers. So that's where I have this series. I have the Braves' offense overpowering the Dodgers. Then moving on to the World Series, my World Series is Padres and Rays. This is pretty tough for me, but I have the Rays. I've been on them the whole year. I predicted them to win the NL AL East before this year. And I think, yeah, they're going to win the World Series. Their pitching's just really good. I trust them all. Um, I think their offense is going to show a little bit more than what people expect, and I think they can definitely come out and win the World Series over the Padres. Yeah, I have the Dodgers and Yankees in this World Series. I think the Yankees will take this in seven. Yeah, I think the Yankees will finally be able to put it together this year like they did at the beginning of the season. they finish this off with Garrett Cole. You paid him big money. I think he comes up big this year. And... Yeah, I think the Yankees can finally put it together. All right, like Aiden, I have the Rays winning this one. This is going to be their year. Their rotation's good, and their bullpen's good, and they're just a well-coached team by Kevin Cash. They know how to win games, and so I like the Rays winning the 2020 World Series. Yeah, another thing to take in play with this World Series, I think Kevin Cash is the best manager in baseball. He knows how to manage a team, and I think, yeah, he can help this Rays team win a World Series. The Rays always seem to do more with less. Like, they're not, they're clearly not the most talented team, but like some other great coaches, Kevin Cash gets the most out of all of his players. Also, the Rays don't pay for players like the Yankees, and they're still doing really good. They've shown a lot this year, well, throughout the whole. Yeah, but they've never won in the postseason. They have. Went to the World Series one time. Yes, they have. Yeah, and they've been eliminated early. Never other years. They not this it. year. This team's different. Their starting rotation is going to be good. The same team as last year. No, it's not. What's the difference? Uh, Glass now is looking very good this year. He's looking year. worse than he was last year. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Nope, he's yes. going to dominate in this postseason. I don't know what you're talking about. The same things with the Yankees. They just have Garrett Cole, but 
probably by probably by game two of the Indians, some player on the Yankees will be hurt, so it won't probably even matter for them. Yeah, that that's true. They would have, they could have beat the Astros last year, standing to hurt possibly and mismanagement. Mm-hmm. That's something else. Yeah. So um, now we're gonna move into the the MLB awards. For the NL MVP, um, throughout the whole year, it was the debate between Mookie and Tatis, but they both kind of cooled down towards the end of the season. And one person that did heat up was Freddie Freeman of the Braves. He batted 341 with 13 homers. Well, he also had 53 RBIs as well. And I think he just deserves this MVP. He's my He was my prediction earlier this year to win the MVP. I thought that wasn't going to happen due to his early COVID testing. I think he tested positive and he missed the first couple of games, but he's really shown out this year. Yeah, I also have Freddie Freeman winning in LVP. I think he kind of won it towards the end of the year when Betts and Tatis falling down. I think Machado's a good sleeper finish in the top three, as long as Soto. I think he had a. I think even with the downtime he missed, I think he's a solid second place candidate in LVP voting. Also, shout out to Ozuna. He had an MVP type of year as well. Yeah, very good year for Freddie Freeman, but for me, I'm going to go with uh, Fernando Tatis of the Padres. He just electrified that team, and if you just look at the impact he made on his team, it was it was incredible to watch him just play baseball this year, and just he brings so much to the game, so much enjoyment, and just plays super hard, and I think he should win the NL MVP. All right, and then I believe we're all in agreement for the NL Cy Young. Um, it's going to be Trevor Bauer. Had an amazing year this year. It was kind of an open race because DeGrom got roughed up in his past couple starts. Burns was looking like a candidate, but he got roughed up in his last start. And then Freed was in it at one point, but then he got injured. So, But Bauer's been probably the most consistent out of all of them this year. Yeah, this is Bauer's award. Between coming back on short rest at the end of the year, and I think only having like two non-elite starts for the whole year, I think he wins this easily. I think, yeah, it was close heading to the final week, but DeGrom's shoulder kind of bothered him to the last two starts, I believe, and... All his other opponents for the Cy Young Award kind of slowed down towards the end of the year. Then for the NL Rookie of the Year, I know who I'd pick. Um, Somebody's not getting to stuff at all, even though he technically is a rookie. He was the best reliever, I'd say, in baseball this year. That's Devin Williams of the Brewers. He had an ERA of, like, .38. He was just dominant. His changeup is next-level stuff. I believe his K for 9 ended at, like, 17, which is, like, so a major league record. And he was just very dominant this year out of the Milwaukee bullpen. I think Jake Cronenworth of the Padres will take home Rookie of the Year. He's been started the year off hot, and he's been a key part in the Padres having the second-best record in the National League. Yeah, but I think Alec, this is a really good race in the NL. For Rookie of the Year, I think Alec Baum will take second. Devin Williams will finish third. Both very good rookies who could arguably win it in any other year, too, though. Devin Williams is a good pick for Aiden. Unfortunately, I don't think he would get it just because he's a reliever, but... He's going to be one of the best up-and-coming relievers. His changeup is dominant, and teams just can't hit him, hit against him. But I'm going to go with Max and say Jake Cronenworth. For AL MVP, I think this award is pretty much sealed up. I have Jose Abreu winning this. Um, he led that White Sox team. He's still doing it at, like, 33 or 34 years old, and he is by far the best player on that team. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Jose Abreu. He is a big part of carrying this White Sox offense. He was a big force in there. Between getting an RBI basically every game, maybe more, I think this is a this is his award. Between his main competition, they just slowed down and missed a lot of time. Yeah, it's Jose Abreu for me. He was the biggest piece of that White Sox team. I think he carried that offense most of the year. 
He kind of came back out of nowhere. He struggled like a couple years ago, kind of had a decent year last year, and then this year just erupted, especially at an older age. So he had a great year, and shout out to him. Then for the AL Cy Young, it's pretty easy. Um, it's going to be Shane Bieber. He won the Triple Crown. Just dominant pitcher this year, looking like the best pitcher in the AL this year. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody close to him, but don't sleep on Dallas Keuchel. He still had a really good year this year. Yeah, Dallas Keuchel did have a very good year still this year. Kenta Maeda as well. That was a, that looked like a really good trade for both teams. Then the AL Rookie of the Year, um, it's pretty easy. Luis Robert just struggled mightily in like the last two weeks, I'd say, of the year. And Kyle Lewis is going to win this award. He was very dominant. Another outfielder for him. The Mariners have a very exciting future, especially with all three of their outfield prospects. And Kyle Lewis showed up this year when many people thought he'd be a bust by now. Yeah, I agree with Kyle Lewis winning AL Rookie of the Year here. This is Robert's award through the first quarter of the year or so, and then he just completely fell apart. But yeah, the Mariners' future outfield looks really good. I like what they have up there. Another thing we can discuss quick is the Angels firing their GM, Billy Epler. Epler. And I think right now we all know who the front runner is for that job, and that's Dave Dombrowski. Um, I think it would be a great hire for them. He's going to make them spend some money. He's probably going to trade some prospects. But I think he can help bring them over to the hump and stop wasting Mike Trout. Yeah, if they were to hire Dombrowski, that farm system would get even more depleted, possibly even trading Joe Adele. But yeah, last time they went all in, they're still paying the benefit. They're still paying for the penalties of that with the Pools contract and wasting the game of Trout's contract with the failure of those contracts. It'll be interesting to see what happens here. Yeah, hopefully Dombrowski can finally bring them pitching and just round out that team. They're obviously an offensive-led team, but if he can bring in some pitchers for them, I definitely think they're going to be a serious contender in the AL. Artie Moreno could be like Jerry Jones, too, and just take over full control. So that's pretty much it for today's episode. So make sure to tune into the games. I think they're the first round's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, AL, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, NL. So make sure you tune in. And as usual, your opinion doesn't matter. Yes, it does.